bless their hearts. You have the the elderly, including my dad now, who will go for the most idiotic reasons. My grandmother had really, I mean, she had constipation problems. She would want to go to the emergency room and say, I'm constipated. They'd be like, go take a laxative. And like, she would always want to do it like in the middle of the night. And my mom would be the one, it was not her mother, it was her mother-in-law. Right. And like one time she could tell like the male nurse was just, his eyes rolled back and he just looked just like he had had the worst day ever. Like his shift was awful and he was not in the mood to deal with this woman, this elderly woman's princess problems. Mm-hmm. And she looked, my mom looked and said, this is not my mother. <laughs> And now my dad's got this point. He's like, my knee hurts. My knee's making a clicking sound. I'm like, well, you're 88 years old, dad. There's a lot on you that makes clicking sounds. He said, I need to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, well, let me get in the car. I'll come take you to the emergency room. And we get there and all they do, they make an appointment with the orthopedic. And he says, I'm not going to that doctor. He said, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna take some bad pill. Then why even waste the time at the emergency? I know. They're busy. If they have a break, like, if they're having, and you never say slow in an emergency room, but if they're having a slow time, let them rest. They don't want to deal with you. Did he expect to go in and be given a new knee? I guess he expected, like, some magic salve to be rubbed on his knee and it would stop clicking. Like, 80-year-old man just came into the emergency room. We need a replacement kneecap stat. Oh gosh. I mean, I think, I think some people, once they reach a certain age, they just want to have medical attention. They just want medical yeah, people. Have regular to pay attention. attention. Yeah. No, Facebook. I mean, I, Get a oh TikTok. My, oh my God, no, my father, my parents do not have internet. They refuse to get internet. And I am so thankful for that. Get them internet <laughs> or you have to keep taking them to the emergency room for stupid shit. Like those are yeah. the only options I see. Uh, my mom has stage three lung cancer and she will not go to like, she'll go to like her regular annual doctor's appointments. She will not go to the emergency room unless it is like, I mean, unless she's like halfway unconscious and we drag her there because she doesn't want to put Wait. anyone out. So your dad goes all the time? Yes. But your mom Healthy. pretty much has to be dying. Yes. Okay, so this is what you do. If your mom really needs to go, you get your dad to fake something, you take your mom with you and be like, ha ha, bitch. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, the on you. <laughs> the sneakeroo switch. Oh man, she's like, I'm not going to pester those people. I mean, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm like, yeah, there is. Like, like mom, that's why like, half of your arm is hanging off. Yeah, exactly. She said, I, I go to my chemo every week. I'm fine. Okay, this has nothing to do with your cancer, though. Like, you got hit by a car, woman. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's had like bad stuff, and I'm like, 
that needs to be seen about. She said, oh, it's fine. It, it'll go away on its own. <laughs> wow. So they're, they're like absolute opposites. My dad is like super extroverted and she is super introverted. She's like, she's that kind that's like, I like animals way more than I like people. <laughs> and my dad's just like bouncing off. My dad still plays golf three days a week. And still, I mean, he, like, he was walking like up until like maybe the past two years. Well, yeah, because his knees started clicking and they wouldn't fix it at the fucking emergency room. I was 88 years old and still able to go golf? I mean, geez. Well, not with those knees. I, I mean, I'm, I'm 45 and I couldn't even play 18 holes of golf. I could be like, I'm like, I don't know, hole number three going on the ground going, call an ambulance. I can't make it any further. Oh, hello, I didn't see you there. This is Dr. Thaddeus Rusty Venture, world-renowned super scientist and podcast fan. Please enjoy Hench Life Pirate Radio wherever you find your podcasts. Have a scientastic day. All right, everybody, welcome out to this week's episode of The Venture Sisters, the show where we sit and talk about our favorite show, The Venture Brothers. I'm your host, Audrey Hartburn, and with me, as always, is my very well-endowed friend, Dolly Pardon. Say hi, Dolly. Hello, lovely people. <laughs> All right, so for this episode, we're going to talk about food references in the, the Ventureverse. We hope you guys are hungry. They do talk about food quite often uh, on the Venture Brothers, and cheese comes up a lot, is what we were kind of talking about earlier. I love cheese. Dolly does not love cheese. That's because her body hates it. Yeah. Um, so that's made her mind hate it. Yeah. Uh, poor Dolly. We feel bad for her. I, on the other hand, love cheese. Can eat it at all times. My, my tummy doesn't like it so much when I do that, but mostly because it likes to just hold on to it. Um, not because it makes me sick or anything like that. It just makes me so I can't poop. <laughs> The more you know. Uh. <laughs> I still, I would love to know which one of the guys, Jackson or Doc, has the cheese obsession. Because one of them really has to be deeply into cheese. Or maybe it's both of them. Could be. It could be. Because all the, like, all the best people love cheese. Sorry, Dolly. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like pickles. Does that count? I like pickles. Damn, I like pickles. pickles. Pickles are cool. I didn't discover that I enjoyed bread and butter pickles until I was an adult. Mmm. My grandmother homemade those. She would can them and mmm. That was what turned me on to bread and butter pickles the first time. I had homemade ones. Like someone had shown up for like a dinner thing or barbecue or something with some homemade pickles and I didn't know that they were bread and butter when I grabbed them I just was like sweet pickles and then I bit into it and expecting dill um so at first I was like but then yeah (laughs) but then it was awesome I still don't know if I could eat just like regular ass bread and butters out of a, a jar off the shelf like 
Yeah, I mean, I don't like store ones, but if they're homemade, I can I can deal with them. But dill still tops. Dill is the best. Mm-hmm. Dill for sure is the best. I, uh, I don't. Now, I will eat American cheese, which of course, as I, my in-laws love to tell me, that's not real cheese. <laughs> that, uh, that's just oil. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I like it. That's fine. I've started to get to where I don't like American cheese as much. I will eat it. I will eat it. But if given the choice to have American cheese over a different kind of cheese, like on a sandwich, mm, most of the time I'll go with a different cheese. Unless it's like, uh, unless it's my particular favorite kind of sub, um, which is turkey pepperoni and white American cheese with lettuce, mustard, mayonnaise, oil, and vinegar, and spices. Uh (laughs) I'm just, I'm lazy. I mean, the only, I mean, the only time I ever eat like American cheese is just on like white bread with some mayonnaise, a slice of American cheese, and some dill pickles. And maybe a little bit of hot sauce if I'm feeling fancy. Okay. Yeah. See, take off the pickles and the hot sauce and then put it in a pan and that's a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I mean, I eat this like cold. It's, it, it's like my substitute in the wintertime whenever I can't have a tomato sandwich. For people okay. up north, that is a southern thing. It is a very southern thing. It's not a southern thing that I participate in, but it is a very southern thing. Oh, man, that, to me, there's nothing better. Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Oh, Dukes. Dukes. Okay. Six mayonnaise all the way. And I'm a snob about the type of mayonnaise. Normally I am like store brand with everything except Dukes. Dukes. It's gotta be Dukes. Don't you come home with anything else because you're taking Mm -mm. it back. Right. Taking it back because I'm not using it. Right. Because like you're wasting, you're not actually saving any money because you're wasting the like the $2 and change that you spent on the the store brand mayonnaise because I'm not gonna fucking use it. And don't mm-hmm. you dare bring Miracle Whip in my house. I will use oh, store brand over I'm Miracle Whip. That is an abomination. I mean, I don't know what Miracle Whip is for. I don't understand it. I think who I think it's decided, arching. Who decided that it was a miracle? Like, is it a miracle that it's it's made? Um, is it a miracle that it's continued to be around? That's um, the miracle. That's the miracle that it's still on the market. Yes. I agree. Ooh. Anyways, go Dukes. Fuck helmets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, unless they want to give us money. In that case, we love helmets. Yeah. True. Uh. True. <laughs> we are open to any type of advertisements. <laughs> open. Uh. <laughs> right. So, yeah, in case you can't tell, we're talking about food. Also, we've got uh, later in the episode, we've uh, talked to um, our good friend Elon uh, about his continuing adventures in watching the Venture Brothers for the first time. He's watched, uh, what do we say, like three or four more episodes. So we caught up with him. So we'll, we'll be uh, visiting that later on in the episode before we wrap up. Um, and then after that, we'll do Wed Bed Bed and call it a night. So I don't have any venture news. I don't know if you have any venture news. I, 
uh, I saw something and I cannot remember where, what article it came from, uh-huh. but um, Thurwell said something about season eight will happen. And I mean, I don't know if that was just wishful thinking or if he had heard something. I don't know. But We're gonna have to fact check that. Yeah, yeah. But say I'm. It might have just been no wishful thinking on his part. Right. So we're as it is that. all of our parts. <laughs> we're gonna call that fake news for now. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna do the fact uh-huh. check. <laughs> um, really don't have anything else. I need to get better about this segment and just kind of bring you guys news about what uh, what the guys are up to outside of the Venture Brothers. So we'll definitely be making this segment better in the future because it's just been kind of boring. Um, just being honest, calling us out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> now, I did love that. Um, oh, goodness. The guy who does Rusty's voice. Um, what is his name? Urbaniac. Yes. He showed up on an episode of um, 911. It's like an action show that comes on Fox about firefighters. But yeah. his, uh, he was a um, submissive and his um, dominatrix passed out from like an insect sting or something like that oh my goodness and he was chained to the wall in like gimp wear and his hair was a little bit longer so that's what threw me off but it was the voice right i was like holy shit rusty ventures dressed up like a gimp and he can't save his uh, dominatrix this is great but somehow he was able to call alexa and it's like 911. It's like on like the phone with them. And that is amazing. Well, can you not find an EpiPen? Well, I am incapacitated right now. So it was great to see him in live action on something. I love that. That is amazing. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Yeah, so catch that episode. I think it was 911 Austin or Texas. Okay. It's not, it's not the main one, it's the spinoff one. Gotcha. But yeah, it was, right. it was awesome. <laughs> All right. I'll definitely have to maybe check that out. So yeah, uh, we'll be making, like I said, we'll be making that segment better for listeners in the future. Start letting you guys know what uh, what else the guys are up to so we can see, you know, so we can just kind of follow their, their creativity. We, you know, have definitely enjoyed every bit of themselves that they put into the Venture Brothers. I'd like to follow them on to other creative things so i'm sure you guys would too um all of that being said i think we're going to go to our first break so we can come back and really uh dive into the meat and potatoes of the episode see what i did there Uh, (laughs) i got puns for days guys because i'm married to a dad like half of my life is just dad jokes (laughs) so anyways Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk about Venture Brothers and food in the Venture Burst. And sometimes it does get a little bit weird. Of course, it wouldn't be the Venture Brothers if it if it wasn't. So stay tuned. BRB.
Hi, honey. I'm home. I hope my sandwich is ready. Oh, your roots are showing, and you know how we feel about that. I'm Amber Gold, International OSI Super Spy. And ladies, let me tell you, it's harder than it looks. Stopping Sphinx in the Guild is easy, but keeping these naughty roots from peeking out is the real battle. Ventec and Dummy Corps are proud to introduce Voop, a new line of feminine health and beauty products for the super science-minded ladies on the go. Time for your hair treatment. One trip to the nozzle took my amazingly lush hair from dishwater to gold. Ah, that's much better. Now, that sandwich isn't gonna make itself, babe. Triangle cut, no crust, heavy mayo, and those little toothpicks with the colored plastic ends on them, blue only. Voop, hair dye. Because he's fantasizing about blondes anyway. Thanks to Voop, I can keep my man happy and my co-workers satisfied. Very satisfied. Found wherever abrasive chemicals are sold. Side effects may include tingling or burning sensation, loss of hair, scalp pain, rapid nasal hair growth, hallucination, spontaneous male lactation, and loss of life. Not for sale in Europe, Canada, Ungerland, or Taiwan. Products may contain orphans. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is time to dive into the episode. We're talking about food today. Food references in the Ventureverse. Um, it's going to get a little cheesy. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to seriously have to get like a little like desktop, you no know, drum set, just so I can do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Either that or we'll have to get like Bod's voice in here just to go. Right. Um, we got. We hope you guys have brought your appetite for knowledge, <laughs> and that we can leave you feeling full and satisfied by the end of this episode. Maybe ready for a long nap. Not until you're done, though. Like I don't want the, the episode to put you to sleep. Like I wanted to have like a Thanksgiving turkey effect. Like you fall asleep afterwards. Fill you full of trip to fan here, guys. Uh. As always, Dolly has done an extensive amount of research into the Ventureverse. We put her through hours and hours and hours of Venture watching to bring you guys all of this shit. You should appreciate her for all that she does. (laughs) Um, Dolly and her research bringing us lots of food references from the Ventureverse. We know they talk about cheese a lot. We've already mentioned what? Yeah, but, talk about. yeah, well, we'll start off with the trio of cheese, the the best cheese references that they have. Grilled cheese is brought up a great bit. The grilled and, cheese sandwiches are amazing. Yeah, they really are. I mean, it's like the ultimate comfort food. Grilled and, cheese and tomato soup, man. Oh yeah, and then like oh, yeah, that was what Doc you know had whenever he um had. JJ cut out of them, or right. what Brock was attempting to do, right? Or that all hell broke loose. And then we have Orpheus trying to get Brock to join the, I don't, I, the crazy vine that makes you see pink dolphins that you can have sex with. <laughs> I, I mean, that was awesome. But you now he was trying to convince him. He said. You and I have shared a cheese sandwich on more than one occasion. Oh man, oh, yeah. I, I, 
I like a cheese sandwich. I do too. You remember that one episode of 30 Rock where um, Kenneth is over at uh, the Jordan's house and Tracy Jordan's wife had made him a grilled cheese sandwich and put mayonnaise on the inside of it. She's like, she put mayonnaise on the My husband actually had to have that. We, we, yes. we watched, we rewatched it and he said, he said, I want grilled cheese sandwiches and I want you to do that. And I was like, ew. And no, I, dude. He loved it. I've been, I've been putting mayonnaise on the inside of my grilled cheese sandwiches since I was a kid. Oh my goodness! Here's the game changer, though. Here's how you take it to the next disc level. Instead of frying it in butter, and hear me out, I know because I thought it was weird, and I turned my my nose up at it the first time I heard it too. But instead of frying it in butter on the outside, you spread just a thin layer of mayonnaise. You don't like glob it on, not like you do when you're like making a sandwich or whatever like just a thin layer of mayonnaise on the outside of the sandwich um, just to kind of moisten the bread, just barely. Um, and then fry it in that instead of the butter. Um, makes it crispy. It still tastes good. Uh, I mean, and it's not, it's not quite as greasy as the butter. So like it doesn't soak into the bread as much. So it doesn't make your bread yeah. quite as soggy. Um, it's good. That's probably why that's probably why I'm like going, ooh, because I mean I coat the slices with butter. So right. I mean, it is it is a horribly unhealthy thing whenever no, I, I do it. I get yeah. you. I yeah. get you. No, no, no. This is just a this is just enough to like to give you a little like Maillard reaction there <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the bread. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you're feeling adventurous and you're feeling a little frisky, stick mayonnaise on the outside of your grilled cheese sandwich. Trust me, I'm fat kid. Fat kids know how good food is. My, my <laughs> hubby is definitely a cheese lover, and yeah, I say he's he's very skilled um, with food. <laughs> so, I can yeah, I can understand from him. <laughs> and then of course we have the always pretentious phantom limb bragging about the Asiago cheese. Asiago. Which Sheila said smells like feet. Which, I don't know, to me, most cheese smells like feet. Man. So I'm assuming that Asiago maybe is in like, maybe like blue cheese family? No, it's, um, it's closer to like Parmesan and uh, Romano. It's a hard <sighs> cheese. Okay. Uh, yeah. It is, it's one of the stinky ones for sure, but it's not moldy stinky. It's yeah. strong stinky. Um, I enjoy Asiago. It's got a very particular like tang to it that Parmesan or like Romano don't necessarily have. Um, oh. But it's good. I like it. Again, I am, I'm a cheese connoisseur. Like I don't really care for the pretension of uh, Phantom Limb. Definitely uh, not one of my favorite characters. However, I could sit and talk with that dude about cheese. Like we could go cheese tasting and wine tasting together, together and be all like bougie and snobby and you know, I'd feel okay about it. So. <laughs> he probably would have like really expensive good wine too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, and not that I, I know jack shit about wine. I would just want to drink the wine to get drunk. But I do know things about cheese. So. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's see. And then I think 
the serial references are another favorite of mine. Alpha <laughs> dog. Alpha and, dog. <laughs> which I don't know. I wonder if Rusty's life would have been better if he had had Alpha Dog instead of Apple Mummy that day that Rusty saw well, his dad's wine. If Jonas had come in the room like two minutes later. Rusty would have already poured his bowl of Alpha Dog cereal, yeah. and maybe the ref, like the memory, wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be tied to the cereal, right? You know? Maybe it was it was been so good he would have eaten it so fast he would have already exited the room, right. and long memory wouldn't be there. Would be non-existent. Yes, I think it's a. Uh, it's pretty interesting you know metaphor there like his favorite cereal was alpha dog on the top right and he mm -hmm. saw his dad's wang and immediate was like i like apple mummy better what do mummies do they cover themselves up and they hide because they're all wrapped up in tissue and shit mm -hmm. there. there you go yep mm -hmm. it's all it's all wrapped up nice and neat it sure is <laughs> dang and yeah, zing. And then poor Orpheus again with the prom episode. He was in charge of food and he was going to do vegan spring rolls. Vegan and fucking spring rolls for fucking, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's like totally off. And then Rusty said, I want pigs in blankets. I mean, who doesn't want pigs in blankets? Amen, who doesn't want pigs in blankets? Those things are delicious. Do you put cheese inside yours? Because no, you don't, because you don't like I cheese. Don't, I yeah. put cheese inside mine. But now, do you dip them in mustard or do you dip them in barbecue sauce? Or do you not dip at all? Um, do you dab? Do I dab? <laughs> I dab. Uh, <laughs> I dab. No, I typically dip them in mustard. I haven't thought about barbecue sauce. That sounds interesting. But um, it's kind of like a twist on the cocktail weenies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, kinda, I hear you. It, gives you, it gives you that vibe. I got you. Yeah, it's, it's good. That does sound it's good, like, actually. It's making me want it right now. I want pigs in a blanket, like right now. Yes. Beast. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we have got absolutely got to talk about our favorite, favorite boy on earth, Hank. I love Hank. Hanko. Hanko. And man, I want to go to Hanko. Yes, the very beginning of Hanko was Tag Sale You're It, where yes. he sold grinders and lemonade. Yes. Which, I mean, I love a good sandwich, so, you know, the grinder sounded great. Yes. His other food venture later on <laughs> was horrific. Scrambled eggs and ketchup. And what Pop-Tarts, it was the top part of a Pop-Tart scraped onto the lower part of a Pop-Tart. Okay, no, was that it or were they using, I thought that it was like, you got a whole Pop-Tart, right? With the top of another Pop-Tart scraped onto it. So you're getting oh. extra, extra. Extra, okay, okay. That makes more sense. Cause I was well, like- I like Pop-Tarts as much as the next guy. Yeah, 
but I don't know. That seemed a bit excessive to me. Here's a Pop-Tart question for you. Do you eat them straight out of the bag? Do you toast them? Do you freeze them? How like, do you stack them and eat them like both? Are you like a monster and you just like eat them like all the same? <laughs> do you yeah. eat your Pop-Tarts, Dolly? I eat mine straight out of the bag and I have to Damn. eat all the way around first. And then I save the gooey inside for last. Same. So almost, well, almost same. I eat the two long edges and one of the short edges. And I save one of the shorter edges because I really do like um, the crust and the, the frosting together um, mm-hmm. with the filling. So I save like the last shortest edge until I get down to the bottom. And then like I eat the corners first and then the rest. Um, <laughs> now, do you, do you prefer the fruit flavors or do you prefer the more savory flavors? Um, no, I like like the dessert flavors. Like the s'mores is my favorite. Um, and then the brown sugar cinnamon is good too. Yeah. Um, I don't like the wild, like the wild berry, whatever fucker thingies. I don't like a lot of the new ones, if yeah. I'm being completely honest. I like good old classic fucking give me a goddamn strawberry Pop-Tart give me a fucking s'mores pop tart <laughs> i'll tell you what my husband likes yeah brown, brown sugar is his favorite but yeah. he wants his toasted but you've got to turn it upside down and then you've got to put a layer of butter on the underside so a buttered brown sugar pop tart okay mm-hmm. uh- he says it's delicious. I'm sure that it is. <laughs> no, it was kind of like, you know, adding you no know, heart disease on top of diabetes. But I mean, but what does his arteries think of it? Oh, they're not happy about it. <laughs> they're not happy about it at all. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's one reason we don't keep Pop-Tarts in the house. I'm, I'm convinced yeah. that there is some kind of like addictive drug that they put into Pop-Tarts because- <laughs> We just, we cannot keep them in the house. That's uh, why I said, we cannot we trust through, ourselves. We like, we've had to cut out Pop-Tarts for a while, but now we've been able to bring them back in a little bit at a time um, because the minions would just kill them. Like mm. every five seconds. We, ha, this is how we've been able to get them back in the house is now we keep them out of reach and they have to ask for them. But if I kept them where they could reach them, the whole box would be gone in a day. And I'm talking like the 12 pack box, not like the fucking, you know, regular size box. Like, mm. yeah, that shit would be gone in a fucking day if I left it where they could reach them. Um, so we've been able to to bring them back in the house since we keep them out of reach because I'll be damned if I'm going to get up fucking six times a day and get you a fucking Pop-Tart. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky our kids not really like Pop-Tarts. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But as she does, love chips. Ours like everything that they're not supposed to. Mm. <laughs> yep. I start mine right now. She's like, I want an acai bowl. And I'm like, okay, go work. <laughs> so those are not those are not cheap. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> goodness gracious. Speaking and of going to work. Yeah. Fucking Hank had to go to work. Yes. Hank is a hard worker. 
he's a, he has a good her. work ethic. Yes, he does. He made his own fucking bench, like his own business. He is yes. a goddamn entrepreneur. He really is. With his scrambled eggs with ketchup on them. He gets the weird ketchup thing from his dad. Oh, yeah. Rusty and his damn cocktails. And then he passes the docktails on to Hank. Because he's yes. teaching him how to make them. Gross. I know. That's awful. Why would you pass that on to your kid? Disgusting. Oh. Uh, for those yeah. of you that are unfamiliar with the docktails, you can find them on Google. They are things like uh, a Slim Jim Fizz, which is like Slow Jim Fizz, but you start with a Slim Jim. Um, there's also like, if you look on the, the Helper Network, you can find audio and, yeah, audio um, on Anchor and video on YouTube of uh, all of us trying some of the mm-hmm. docktails. Awful. Yes. Yeah. Tomato and grenadine do not belong together. Just because they're red doesn't mean that they... I can't... Mm. But I'd almost forgotten about that. Oh, I can't. I can't. I mean, if I go past like the tomato juice and V8 and all that stuff, I mean, I'm, I used to like Bloody Marys. I don't think I can have a Bloody Mary again. I think it ruined it for me. <laughs> So there was this one time in high school that orange soda got ruined for me for forever for forever and i used to love orange soda i used to love orange soda like hell loved orange soda okay like when i saw that movie i was like oh my god it's my soulmate we love orange soda equally i do not love orange soda any longer because of this moment in high school uh So it's International Thespian Society. This was like my senior year. And they're doing um, inductions for International Thespian Society. I was a theater kid. Go fucking figure. Uh, (laughs) um, But part of it was like this mild hazing that they made us go through, which was nothing big. We just, uh, some of the senior members of, uh, of the society gave us little projects and stuff that we had to do throughout the week. Um, one of my things was like to stand in the middle of the cafeteria and scream at the top of my lungs that I, I am the cheese and I will rule the world. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing harmful, nothing that would hurt anybody. Just silly things. Very silly things. Cause we were theater kids. Like we already were being picked on enough, you know? So nobody actually wanted anybody to get hurt. Anyways, I missed one or two of my tasks before the induction ceremony so as punishment for missing one or two of my tasks and it was it wasn't just me there was someone else that missed also at the end of the ceremony uh we had to do this relay race of sorts on the stage where there were two buckets placed on one side of the stage and then another two buckets placed on the other side of the stage one bucket had orange soda in it one bucket had um, buttermilk in it and on the other side of the stage the buckets were empty they had a line drawn on them and you had a sponge you see where this is going yep you had a sponge and you had to you know get your liquid from one bucket to the other bucket just using the sponge and no hands 
thank God mine was fucking orange soda. If I'd have had buttermilk, I'd have probably vomited all over the stage. Um, I had orange soda, thank goodness. Um, so I won. Yay. However, to this day, and it's been more years than I want to count uh, since that day, um, I cannot drink an orange soda without tasting fucking sponge. Oh, God. Cannot. Uh, yeah, I, I was in a little club in um, high school, and we, I don't know how we got away with this, and it definitely would not fly today, but we openly hazed. Like, during school hours, <laughs> after school hours, we would go to people's homes and their parents' need, but we would kidnap them in the middle of the night drag them out of their homes. I mean, we did kangaroo court. And then at the end of it, the very last day was hell day. And at the very end of it, we'd, uh, during this whole period, we would have foods rotting, various gross, disgusting foods. And the year that I was put through it, one of the girls lived on a farm. So she, had her dad, you know, they processed um, pigs. So she had her dad save a pig head. We had to pass the pig head around. We had to kiss the pig's snout. And of all the gross, disgusting, rotten eggs, you know, rotten milk, all those gross, horrible smells, the one smell that stuck in my brain to this day, that's been a long time ago, they poured maple syrup over all of our heads and the smell of the maple syrup for some reason overpowered all those other horrible smells seriously and another horribly inappropriate thing about that whole thing we were going to be run through the car wash at the end of it in the back of a truck well the car wash was right by the fire department the firefighters were there and laughing and they saw like the whole thing going on they offered to hose us off. A bunch of high school girls were hosed off <laughs> by the fire department. Can you imagine any of this shit flying today? No. <laughs> I mean, like, you can't haze at all. Uh, definitely can't hose off, you know, high school girls. <laughs> I mean, you can, but someone's going to find out and you're going to at least get kicked off of Facebook. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is like way before, though. I don't, be, hell, I don't even think we, I know none of us had cell phones. I mean, no, one cool person might have had a beeper back then. <laughs> Beepers. <laughs> so like the, the only evidence would be like, you know, pictures, like paper pictures. Beepers, goodness gracious. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. That's so, crazy. So, yeah, you got orange soda, and I um, have to get creative with pancakes now. All right, then. <laughs> now, we put sprinkles on our pancakes. I have a shit ton of sprinkles left for making Christmas cookies. Oh. So we do sprinkle That's a good pancakes. Way to do it. Right. Um, well, until like the oldest grabs the thing of sprinkles and then just dumps half of them. 
And it's like the little crystal sugar ones. Yes. But it's like a mountain, like a mountain. Mm. Tiny mountain of crystal. Oh, God. Looks like fucking like crystal meth pancakes. (laughs) And it might as well be to his fucking, you know, six year old body first thing in the morning. It's like, what? Ah, sugar. Oh, oh. Oh, my goodness. Right. Good times. Good times. <laughs> I feel like that's what Hank does every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Just starts or off by grabbing a line of fucking. Yeah, like a crystal sugar methy stuff, and then a handful of raw coffee beans. I'm ready to start the day. Right. Super Hank. Super Hank. Goodness gracious. Super. He turns into the bat every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The oh. bat. I love the bat. Bat is great. The bat definitely trumps you no know, vegan Dean any day. You should just oh, gross. take the damn Thank bacon. You. Just eat a bacon, Dean. Eat a bacon. Just one bacon. I'm not going to kill you, man. Not going to kill you at all. No. Dean. Dean. <laughs> Dean. Uh, why couldn't Dean get a cool like pizza delivery job like yeah. Hank had? Hey, oh. yeah, Dean has not done anything except for, I don't know, make shrinky dinks. And then... <laughs> some kind of failed project where he thought he cloned like a monster or made a Frankenstein's monster. Right. right. Yeah, that's all he's accomplished. <laughs> Dean. Dean. Right. Um, I wouldn't mind like checking out that uh, the one restaurant that he took. I'm sorry, that Hank took Serena to. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I would love that. A ninja themed restaurant. And then Vincenzo's. <laughs> I the bet you their, their pizza is probably amazing. That looks like a great pizza place. Cartoon food always looks so good. Uh, do you think Vincenzo's has personal pan pizzas? Or like does Pizza Hut have like the the exclusivity? I bet you Pizza pans? Hut probably has a lock on it. Yeah. And they're probably really jerky about it because Pizza Hut's pizzas just suck. But book it, man. It's part of the reason why I'm as big as I am because I loved to read. And every book. <laughs> and I got rewarded with pizza for reading. Uh, I remember, like, the, I mean, I was like a big thing that you'd get like a personal pan pizza if you've achieved so much. Yes. Good incentive. <laughs> I was all over that shit. I read so many books and ate so many pizzas. Now look at me. <laughs> Damn education. <laughs> uh, now, are- I have this weird like association with food and books and it's just, it, my life's all fucked up. I got hooked on the personal pants. 
I think I like Scantron tests because like we were rewarded you know, for doing the, all of the standardized testing at the end of yes. every year with personal pan pizzas. True. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure our parents had to pay for it, but but it was like a little That's party kind of afterwards, you know, and like, okay, great. Now, if we do hard and work really hard on our standardized tests, people love it when you throw pizza. People love it when you throw pizza at them, man. Yeah. That's why, like, morale is so low at my job right now because of COVID and we can't have pizza parties. Oh, my kids tried this. You now, whenever they tried to do like all the fundraising sales and she said but mom if we sell so many things we'll get a pizza party and I'm like how about you sell nothing and I'll buy you a pizza right we can have our own pizza party yeah because like I could care less I said we stay out of school that day we'll have pizza we'll watch some movies right because like I'm not badgering people to buy garbage (laughs) no yeah, I'm I'm that I'm that mom. I'd rather just give the school some you know, money, but here's 20 bucks that she would have, you know, earned. Right. I'm not gonna book people. Sorry. <laughs> uh thanks to COVID, there haven't been any like school fundraiser bullshit. Yes. Deal with. Um, I mean, talk about silver linings. No shit, right? I mean, that has just been awesome. Although, like his fundraiser last year was Yankee Candle. Can't complain too much about that. Uh, that is a good one. Maybe put that back for Christmas gifts. Right. The one I hate is the cookie fundraiser. Oh. I, Unless oh. you out cookies, I don't want them. Yeah, I mean, I hate the cookie fundraiser. I hate the popcorn. The, the pop. I, we've never had a popcorn, but we have had a lot of oh. gift wrap. Oh, the gift wrap. I remember the gift wrap. I haven't seen the gift wrap in a while. Oh, we have always wow. had the popcorn, the candy bars. Uh, yeah. Say we've never done a candy bar one. Really? The candy yes. bars aren't terrible, though. Yeah. Because they're only like a dollar. Yeah. I mean, sell something affordable. Don't give me something where like the cheapest candy, like the candy catalog with like the turtles and all. Yeah. It's like 15 bucks for like a box of chocolate. Oh, fuck that. When I can go I'm to like, the store and get a box of fucking like turtles for what? Eight bucks? Yeah. Seven bucks? Yeah, I'm like, just yeah, the, I mean, the simple things, a chocolate bar for a buck. Right. You can sell that and your kid will actually sell more of it. Use common <laughs> sense. What do you think fundraising looked like in the Ventureverse? Oh, do you think uh, he ever passed out catalog? <laughs> I wonder if Doc ever did get desperate enough for money that he sent them out. He said, okay, we're going to do a fundraiser today. <laughs> Take all this stuff. Oh, here's a Z-Ray gun. You go knocking on uh, Orpheus's door. Like, would you like to buy some, <laughs> would you like to buy some wrapping paper? Uh- <laughs> yes, I could totally see Rusty doing that. Just go. Oh, Lord, that is, oh man zipping around in the little flying car thing right going from door to door right but the compound is so far from anything else like what do they do Do they go the the cocoon hit up all the henchmen like let's go visit uh let's go visit uncle malcolm 
because we know he's got lots of uh he's got lots of employees like he can take yeah. the catalog to work hey uncle malcolm can you take this that would be the great part about being a villain and you know if you had a kid you could just you could force your henchman to buy stuff yes. no not even just forcing your henchman just like when you're going to you know arch your uh your guy like dude um buy some of this shit and i'll leave you alone and then like you make all of his guys buy the shit and then bing bang boom you're done you know what? Sending your kid for fundraising, that is a solid arching. That is. And then your kid gets to go to the pizza party. So. Yeah. That's a win-win right there. That's what we all need is just a pizza party. Nobody's had a pizza party in a while. Just have one big-ass pizza party, and that'll solve the world's problems. Yes. Where's that, the that, That'd be, a, that'd be a great way to trick everyone into getting their vaccines. Just put it in pizza. No, that's it. Everybody who gets a vaccine gets to come to the pizza party. Yes, there you go. Get get all of your punches on your card, and then nice. you can come to the pizza party. I feel like Weird Al Yankovic needs to play at yes. this vaccination pizza party. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, let's take it to Congress. Let's do it. <laughs> vaccination pizza party. I love that. That is a great idea. <laughs> like hold up but here's the thing here's how we really sell it to people everybody gets two whole slices of pizza two yes two. not one not one skinny little slice not one slice that got cut in half two whole slices of pizza boom everybody's getting vaccinated we just solved the problem pandemic yep. over yep there you go yeah, but in other countries, they can come up with no their other no happy reward food. Well, whatever their like pizza party equivalent yes. is. Yes, that's we'll fine. Get the whole world fixed. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be like that commercial, you no, know, the Coke commercial where everyone holds hands. And I'd like to. Buy no, it'll be better that it's like the end of that. Uh, ah. Uh, any which way but Zeus, right? Is that the one where they're yes. doing the yes? Oh, oh people, people. Yep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like the end of that episode. Oh. Like everybody's vaccinated and eating pizza. Yes, on a golf course. That's just great. I love it. Golf courses are kind of big wasted spaces. Be awesome. Send it to the internet. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. I'm hungry. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I want a grinder now. Wash it down with some lemonade. Yes, for sure. Because you got to push the lemonade. Yeah. Because it's sugar and lemons and water. Right. Should we define what grinder is for people that don't know? Like, yeah, like, I think it's, so. It's it's not just a website where boys go to pick up other boys. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, grinders, <laughs> grinders are typically known as like, for me at least, um, it's a sub sandwich that's heated is what a grinder is. 
Um, so it's a, you know, like an Italian sub, but you throw it in the oven and you, you make it all melty and, and hot and get it all greasy and delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can also go on Grinder to find someone you have grinders with and get all hot and greasy and delicious as well. That's uh, right. I didn't think about it. that'd be a great that'd be a wonderful angle. I say needs to be in it, like that needs to be the new grinder ad like making sandwiches. Grinder for like grinders. A big hot juicy drippy yes. sandwich at the top. I mean, I'm, grinder for grinders. Uh, <laughs> yes. Right. All right. So um, I think we should go grab snacks. Since we're both hungry, while we're doing that, we can let you guys hear, um, or we can play for you guys where we sat down and caught up with Elon, uh, the episodes that he's been watching in our venture versions segment. We're gonna go grab snacks. You guys listen to this stuff, and then we'll come back and do wed bed bed. What am I supposed to be doing here? I'm supposed to talk about the Sovereign Simulator? You want me to talk about something that makes you into a giant floating head? Seriously? This is the way the guild comes up with to make money? We get five cents per click. We're on Elon Musk's phone. He's a good kid. He wasn't as good as his dad. Did you ever meet Jovan? No. I heard he on Jeff Bezos' porch one time. Well, why couldn't we just attack someone? We're on the family share plan. So let me get this straight. They're gonna be pretending to be David Bowie, pretending to be the Wizard of Oz. They download the simulator and it goes on their phone and they can do what exactly? I guess I just don't understand. Whatever the kids are into these days, right? So when do we get started? Hey, we're cool. All right, are we recording? We are recording. Um, all right, buddies, we are sitting down with um, Elon this week to talk about more episodes that he's watched of the Adventure Brothers. Um, and it looks like you've got another four under your belt. Um, we've got Careers in Science, Home Insecurity, uh, The Incredible Mr. Brisby, and Eeny, Meeny, Miny Magic. Yeah? Sound about right? Cool beans. Um, so I guess let's start with uh, careers in science. Um, what do you think? Like observations, questions? Um, not really. Careers in science. Careers in science. Oh my god! They are like as I keep watching them, they all push together. Right. It, it happens to it happens to the best of us. Yeah. So careers in science. That's so where um underbite was introduced, correct? No. Um. The, that's the next episode. Um. Home insecurity. So careers in science is when they are um in space. They have to go to Gargantua one. Yes. Oh, that's where we met. Um. What's his name? Manstrom. Uh, Ventures. Adventure senior, right? Yes, like mm-hmm. you get flashbacks yes. uh, of senior. Um, yes. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and then there's the uh, the problem light. It's on. It's off. It's on. It's off. It's on. It's off. It's on. Yeah. It's off. 
boys that's blinking like <laughs> why are the kids so dumb sometimes like i'm glad that uh, the guys you know kind of made them not quite so dumb uh mm-hmm. as the the series went on because they were they were dumb as fuck in the first season man and wow they were extremely extremely dumb because they thought that brock had phantom spaceman in yeah, the room and it's yeah. like oh wow it's got him in a headlock wow brock get him oh wow he's on top of him now <laughs> <laughs> that whole shit was great i love it i love it right I notice as the episodes go on, um, Dean and Hank are starting to get a little smarter. Just a tad bit. Not that much, though. Like, it's just like... Kind of one of those things that you just want to push them over the ledge and just be like, you're there. You're almost there. Now get smart. (laughs) Uh, They're frustrating. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They are frustrating. Season one, Hank and Dane are very frustrating. And I kind of see where Doc, so Doc, I'm convinced, I'm really convinced now, he is probably the worst parent I've ever met. (laughs) But I kind of understand his frustration with the boys. Um, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have kids. So that kind of makes me a bad parent. But like, I would kind of be like the same thing. Like, y'all people are idiots. Yeah, they're, um, I kind of get his frustration with the kids, but at the same time, like, how much of that is some of his fault? True. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, let's be. And I, think, and I think the frustrating part about it is that he's not realizing that it was his fault and working through his own issues as well. Right. Well, I mean, it worked for him to just, you know, be put in a, I guess, a fucking learning bed or what the fuck ever to, you know, learn his shit. But, like, then he tried to do the same thing with the boys, and it's not the same. Like... Mm-mm. And it's obviously, you know, it's obviously not working. And, you know, thank goodness for for Brock, and I mean, even sometimes the fucking Monarch and Sheila... Um, fucking uh, what's his name, Orpheus? Uh, mm-hmm. For you know the times that they've kind of like stepped up and filled in some of those, filled in for some of those life lessons, you know, um, that Doc just isn't available for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, careers in science is a fun one. It's one that uh, sets up a lot more that happens way later in the series um man season six and season seven really did do a lot to kind of call back to those first couple of first couple of seasons uh for sure um now that i'm going back and watching through all the all the shit again uh that's been the most fun part about having you watch venture brothers um, is that uh, it's making me go back through and watch the old shit again too so that I can remember um, you know what we're talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's yeah, great he's trying to place blame on his dad saying 
ah, this is your shitty space station. This is your fault. This is your fault. And then all of a sudden he sees the melting space, like cowboy thing. And he's like, oh, it's my fault. <laughs> it was his fault the whole fucking yes. time. Yes. And then he has to admit that it's his fault, which I thought was kind of surprising. Him actually right. admitting, you know, that he failed. That it was like you know, something was his fault. Stop mm-hmm. trying to redeem Venture. We hate him. Uh. <laughs> it's one of the few times that you know he admits fault. <laughs> yeah. So my you? question, my question is, I don't think, I don't think they touched on this yet in the show. Or at least the episodes that I've watched. So Brock is Doc's bodyguard. How did they come about? They haven't quite gotten there yet. Um, in okay. fact, but they, it, uh, give it but a couple do more explain episodes it. and they'll start to explain some of that a bit. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything for you. So No. Uh, yeah. All right. So after careers in science, um, which we like spoilers i guess kind of not spoilers but just you know letting you know that does set up a lot for what happens um later in the series after that we Mm -hmm. go into home insecurity which is a fun episode for sure that's when we first meet uh baron uh and his wonderful pun with the the tiger bomb oh tiger bomb and then the whole thing explodes uh, <laughs> and I mean, girl Hitler. I mean, who could get away with that except for them? Right. I, uh, no one, no one could get away with that. I mean, Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks could get away with it. Yeah. And them. <laughs> right. Well, and this is when they really start to like introduce the, um, they're kind of like the side characters that are really big like plays on words and stuff um when you got you know cat flops and girl hitler and then uh the what was the eight balls name i literally just watched this fucking episode magic eight ball i just i think it's just magic eight ball no i've got this shit pulled up right here hold on manic eight ball oh okay okay manic eight ball (laughs) was his name Uh, (laughs) um so that cold open, you know, with all of uh, the shenanigans with with Underbite and uh, his tiger bombs and tiger balm. Um, I guess oh, the tiger balm for tiger balm. <laughs> no, my fa- my favorite is when Brock meets um Bigfoot for the first time. Man, Steve Austin and Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> wow. When, you when, find he out- a sh- when he had to shave his, all of his fur off to get past um, the guards coming down the mountain. Right. And then like, <laughs> Steve Austin's in the, in the back of the car and he's like, what? Like, it's not like he's got anything you haven't seen before. And Brock's like, he is something I haven't seen before. <laughs> Oh my God. I started cracking up at that. 
<laughs> never, and I, before I saw that episode, never in my life would I have ever thought that I would see a shaved Bigfoot. Dude. I mean, I was like, what? <laughs> you can't unsee that, bro. <laughs> oh, and the poor, the poor face of Bigfoot. <laughs> you know he looks so cold and awkward without his fur. Oh, yes. He needs a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he was like um that Bigfoot was a he and they didn't, yeah. he didn't know Brock didn't know until he shaved all of him. Yes. Yeah. But you mean, he really should have been warned because that could have been a really bad accident. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, this was also like the first time that you get to see um, Udubite and Monarch kind of like fucking off together. They, you know, because oh. they're henchmen to the, uh, to the compound. This is where we get the, the Gardo um it's like a compound defense because you know Brock is is gone um mm-hmm. on his sabbatical uh his time that he just gets away from from the venture family and doesn't have to worry about their shenanigans uh. <laughs> and I like how I like how both of their henchmen come together in the scene and then they're talking about all the buddies that they lost. Right. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. of my favorite lines in the whole series. The first time I met the monarch, I was hooked on crack cocaine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? I love that line so much. And it's, it's not only the line, it's the way it's delivered. They're all sharing these stories of how, like, they met, um, like, what happened after they met, like, Undabite and Monarch. Like, if it wasn't for him, I was just like, wow, they're getting very sentimental. All while the robot is trying to get into the panic room. Right. Right. Oh, man. It's also the first time we see a little bit of conflict between the Monarch and Doctor misses the girlfriend. Yeah. Well, she's just uh, she's just Doctor girlfriend right now. Yeah, and is over fucking diet soda. What is this? What is this diet soda? What? No, I got regular. Taste it. Taste it. Well, this is when you really start to see how much of a diva like the monarch really is uh-huh. like, you know, he's all this like badass I'm gonna fucking like get you Dr. Venture but like behind the scenes he's like why why this is diet why did you get why did you get diet this isn't this is like my fucking day no now I can't arch Dr. Venture fucking diet stuff taste it taste it <laughs> okay <laughs> Right. Uh, it's just it's so petty. It is just incredibly petty. Isn't it though? It really is. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is. Um, it's, like the, it's the first time you really see tension other than you no know, the initial you no know, weirdness with the boys. Right. 
Right. Um, the, the whole chemistry between Doc and Helper in that episode was kind of funny too when he oh. figured out that Helper has feelings and then he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> through the watch. I'm sorry. And then Helper just slams his, his stinking bag on the floor and then goes to help, electrocutes himself, by the way. Yeah, oh, no. Throws oh. his little bindle down and this goes back Yo. to help Rusty. Uh, Helper. That's so precious. He's uh he's so loyal to the Venture family. Yeah. He, is. he really is. Uh, I wish I had a helper. Would you want regular helper or upgraded helper? What do you mean upgraded helper? Walking eye. Oh fuck that. No. Like I'm terrified of spiders. Why would I want a giant <laughs> robot spider helper? That is awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's got the super science angle to it, but yeah. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. I'd scream every single time. And Gordo sucks. Um, yeah, like well and uh spoilers, I guess. Spoilers? I don't know. I feel like we have to spoiler alert everything if you talk about a show. Um, Helper was not built by, like, Doc, right? Like, it was built yeah. by Jonas. Um, like so. most of Rusty's stuff that he claims. Right. It's <laughs> stuff that stuff of his dad's that he's just fucked with. Um, that, you know, kind of make his own. Um, so, yeah. Um, helper was kind of there to take care of Rusty when Rusty was little. All right, so home insecurity, meet Bigfoot, that whole fucking thing. Um, and it's nice to, you know, it's nice to see Brock kind of like get out and away from the the ventures um, and just kind of see what Brock does when when Brock is doing. Uh <laughs> it's also cool to see how much people admire him. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. dibs on a cigarette butt. Yeah. Like, what? Right. Like, so why you, would somebody want his cigarette butt? Well, you you start to see that like you know Brock's got a reputation, and then yeah. just like you said, it really makes you wonder how he ended up getting stuck with fucking venture. Um, yeah. Yeah. Know, all the people to get stuck with, you know. Um, all right, so after home insecurity, then we have the incredible Mr. Brisby. Uh, and that opens with the, the boys, uh, or all the guys on um, the airplane, and they're flying to uh, Brisby land, Bris- um, yeah. which is, you know, definitely poking fun at, uh, at Disney World. Um, Dolly hates Disney. I do. So much mm-hmm. so that she will like let herself miss out on wonderful things like WandaVision. <gasps> and Baby oh. Yoda. And we're, we're not going into that. And Walt, Walt was a horrible, horrible person. And yeah. also, they don't have an original idea in their bones. They just recycle everything or they steal everything. We need our own show just for that. And I'm convinced that the whole Isney world, because I don't want to get sued, 
Disney World is like a multi-marketing thing where like people like get suckered into selling you packages and it's just it's a scam because they have you paying for it the whole year and with interest and it's just, it's a scam so that's the hill that dolly has chosen to die on <laughs> and, I, and with with this episode i kind of like how they do poke fun at disneyland with brisbeyland yeah if you didn't get the connection between disney and brisbee yeah the animals Oh my god. In the park already like that's pretty much like Animal Kingdom. Like come yeah. on. Oh my god, yeah. Um well and <laughs> the um thing that Dean is looking at on his lap, it is a collection of um animal trading cards that was passed around by the World Wildlife world wildlife foundation um back in like this the 80s um it comes in in like a green case uh, i had to look this shit up uh, damn <laughs> yeah so that's the cards that uh that dean's looking at on his lap and they're in like a green case um yeah. it's just weird and neat just fun fact um so yeah, they meet Brisby and then we get some more, like we get a little bit more of the, you know, the side characters that are wordplay, uh, things like that. Um, I, I, that's my, that's my favorite part of the show is just all the random ass background characters that have just. Yeah, like Mazel Tov. Right. Oh my God. Um, what was his, what was his assistant, Ma- Mala? Mandalay. Mandalay. Yeah. And you have uh, the Campanda. Yes, the Campanda. Yeah. Which was the whole reason that Molotov was there. Right. (laughs) Right. God. No, that was a, uh, let's see, what else happens? Rock's trying to sleep with Molotov, but she's like, you know I only go to second base. Oh my god. And then oh. he, uh, he has to go take a cold shower. <laughs> and whenever she says, it's always cold in Siberia. Well. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Yes. He lights two cigarettes and she said, can I have one? And then he lights two more and hands them to Oh, he wanted one. Like, <laughs> like, Damn. Their relationship is so, so precious. I love it. It is awesome. Emily walks off to the bathroom to go. Oh, and him screaming. I mean, just, that's a violent masturbation. I've never, that's a very, if if I heard somebody orgasming like that in the bathroom, I'd probably walk out. I would hate to be the maid that has to clean up afterwards. And he probably broke some stuff. <laughs> Did you hear about the one time that the lady was in the bathroom and you could hear her stirring macaroni? Don't let me start singing WAP. 
That was real. That's big. a wet. That's a wet ass pussy right there. Oh my god, Dolly. <laughs> this is a children's show. It's not, but come on now. Uh, <laughs> we humans have some funny body parts. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I never in my life would have thought about comparing that area to macaroni and cheese, but now I can't look at macaroni and cheese without thinking about it. Thanks, Cardi B. <laughs> my brother-in-law did that once. He made mac and cheese and he was stirring it. And he turned to my partner and goes, you want to know what wet pussy sounds like? Oh, and he just starts no. Oh, no. It does, though. It does. Oh, no. I, I was like... Damn. I mean, I've always liked, you know, just regular craft macaroni and cheese. And now, if I look at it, I'm like, I don't know if I want that now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's gonna totally ruin like Thanksgiving macaroni and cheese, like, like the, the dried baked kind, because it's dry. Yeah, no sound. It does not make the same sound. <laughs> it's, it's not moist. <laughs> moist. Let me say that one more time. Moist. <laughs> Ew. It's not WAP enough. It's not it's not WAP worthy at all. You gotta get that nope. crap to get it WAP. <laughs> that is so silly. That is so silly. Oh god. Man. Um all right, so speaking of WAP, um Brock's not getting none of that. No. Like, no. I feel so sorry for him. You should. Soviet, Soviet block. You should. Because he's, uh, he, he serves a bit, man. Like, Brock needs some Brock time. Yeah. That's a good, like, mom slash dad slash bodyguard slash weird, you know, best friend. Um, <laughs> he deserves to have a good time. Uh, all right, so after all of that happens, um, what else? So he goes and rescues Doc at where um, Underbite and Monarch are holding him because they're trying, they, they do the mind control on the, the twins. Oh, yes. Orange County, what is it? Oh, the Orange County no, something. Hold on. Let me with find. Their, with his big orange afro thing. Oh, my God. It looks like, he looks like a microphone. He literally <laughs> looks like a microphone. He does. Oh, my God. That is, And then his wife with like the astrology chart. and It's just it's so cringy. Right, so it's the Orange County Liberation Front. There oh, we uh, go. Yes, out of Orange County Community College. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's where they've got the the boys. The boys are being held at the gym at the Orange County Community College. Then um, they call Patty Hearst. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's the same. So we're on the same episode, right? Because I'm thinking when he keep when um venture doc venture he falls and brock keeps shooting a nail at him and then eventually it hits his wrist as yes. he's sliding down it's still the same episode right because they're all yeah. mixing. yeah he totally injures him while trying to while trying to save, save him. him yeah trying yeah to okay falling down and hurting himself so he just mm-hmm. nail guns him to the wall yeah <laughs> I I love whenever they're trying to get information from him for the cloning and shoot him with like sodium pentanol I'm sure I'm saying that wrong but uh, (laughs) they put the light on him and he starts I don't know what play they're doing it from he says cue lighting right going through this weird ass shit and I said no he's telling the truth (laughs) I was trying to make the connection too because I was like, wait, where is this from? Yeah. What is this from? Nothing. Nothing came to mind. I enjoyed it. It was hilarious. <laughs> but I mean, I was like, what was that from? <laughs> Why was uh, Molotov there again? She was doing something with. Uh... She was there to get the panda for David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, is this like the David Bowie or like... See, I was always unclear on that because she said that the panda was won in a card game and it was apparently a crooked game and she came to get the panda back. Yeah, I'm thinking it's not... uh, They gave Brock a cigarette which made him pass out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they took him, and then that's where he was trying to get it in with Molotov. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So, and it was a bar trivia game, not a card game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, okay. uh, it's I'm sad. surprised that Brock fell for the cigarette trick. I know he's usually smarter than that, but yeah, Molotov knows how to get in his head and like get him all. Oh, she, he probably trusts her because he's trying to sleep with her. Well, I, I don't know so much trust because they spend a lot of time trying to kill each other. Um. <laughs> True. Um, Maybe though, maybe like he wouldn't think that she would uh, do something like you know, like that, as that yeah. like you know that's not the the way she would want to take him out. Like, yeah, I feel like if I feel like Molotov's ideal way to kill Brock would be like with her fucking hands, right. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Which not. is probably what he thought. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, um, let's see. The uh, 
how do we get the boys back? Because the boys, you know, have been kidnapped this whole time. They're at they're at the gym, so they're they have the mind control devices on their head, and then they're pointing the guns at Brock, and then Brock hits him in the head, and the mind control device stops. Wow, Doc Ventress sliding down the side, which is what confused me because I must have missed that part where how they both got into the same building. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, I think the rebels were, were trying. Yes. Okay. So the rebels were trying to go after Brisby because of the bees destroying the environment or something like that. <laughs> so they so they sent the army after, and that's how they ended up in the same dome as right. Venture. Doc Venture. Right, because they took them with them. Yeah. Yes. I see. Um, I'm reading the the synopsis. <clears throat> I think it's basically fear of Brock that snapped them out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I thought no, he hit you them don't in the head. <laughs> I thought he hit them in the head. Um, bit, yeah. I think he did because I remember them saying, "Ow, why would you do that, Brock?" Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I think he banged their heads up against each other or something, and then took the hats off. And they didn't even realize that they were mind control devices. Right. Oh. Uh, the poor boys and their poor minds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They didn't. They didn't they, think. They didn't think about it. Nothing. Like they didn't even. Like, it didn't even cross their mind. Like, hey, why isn't anybody else wearing these hats? I think because their lives have been so ridiculous like um, they've been exposed to so much shit because of their dad and um, they just don't think anything that I mean think about it why would they think a mind control something mind control quote unquote something over their face is a big deal when they sleep in a fucking bed that like teaches them things yeah. <laughs> True. So I mean to them, like this isn't weird for them. This is just like, okay, whatever. Um I mean, it almost seems like they're used to getting like kidnapped. Like, okay, this is what we're doing on a Saturday. Um <laughs> you know. Um poor things. <laughs> oh, I think the boys are just used to it. Like what we look at, you know, on the outside and think is weird. Like this is just a fucking Tuesday afternoon for them. Uh Yeah. (laughs) True. Yeah. Um, All right. So after Incredible Mr. Brisby, we've got any, Meeny Miny Magic. And this is when we meet Dr. Orpheus for the first time. Um, and you definitely like put the nail on the head earlier, Elon, when you were talking about it. Uh, that is 100% like a Doctor Strange ripoff. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so here's the question. This is my question for that episode that I've been holding on to. Okay. So in the beginning, when they open up, um, he's coming out of that the happy tube thing that Doc Venture created. Right. So you see him come out of it. But then later on in the episode, he goes up to it and acts like he doesn't know what it is or what it does. Hmm. He just knows that it's evil. And that Doc Venture should have never created it or whatnot. Right. Does he come out of it? Um... Yeah, in the very beginning of the episode, he comes out of it. Um, yeah. Venture is having his fetish dream. Brock is having a dream about something I forgot. And then the boys are playing with the Ouija board. Right. And then he walks out of that silver thing, comes through the living room, does some magic trick, they fall to the floor, and then later on in the morning, they go and they wake up Doc and Brock, which Brock almost chokes the shit out of Dean. Or was right. it Hank? <laughs> right, and this yeah. isn't one that gets pulled out of order, right? No. Huh. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why that's like that. Um, I wonder if he just like materializes in front of it. Where it looks like he's coming out of the door. No. No, because the door the door opens, oh, the okay. smoke comes out, and then he comes yeah. out. Okay. So um, that's what the confusing part was for me. Right. I mean, he um, just appears where there's trouble. Uh, it uh Huh, because he was you're right, he was coming out of it. Um, I mean, maybe he could have just been playing dumb in front of uh, in front of Venture. Uh, mm. so knowing That's that what I'm thinking. It's like sneaking around. Uh, yeah. You know, peeking at uh, what all what all he's got going on. Um, well, and this is when you find out that like Venture will really do anything. Uh, like he has no fucking. I don't know. There are line. There's not a line that he won't cross or like jump over or whatever. Like, cause this is the, this is the one that's powered on, this is the dream machine that's powered on orphan souls, right? <laughs> Forsaken orphan. I mean, yeah. And this is oh, this is also the episode where Dean's crush on Triana starts. Oh, yes. So. Yep. Dude. Which it's is also- um, which is his daughter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's also where Doctor Venture says something that I think most parents have at least thought. Yeah. At least thought once in their lives, where yeah. he says, "Unless you are on fire, and I am the only one who can put you out." That is the only conceivable reason you would be waking me up at this hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I have thought that before. Mm-hmm. My child used to be a very early riser. Yeah, I mean, I've never 
I mean, I've said that to my alarm clock on my work days. Oh. I've said that. <laughs> Why are you waking me up at this hour? <laughs> For what reason For would you do something reason? so rude? <laughs> I've definitely felt like that in the mornings, like with the with the kiddos before. Oh. I can't like I can't bitch or complain though, because poor beast is here four days a week with them in the mornings all day for whatever they need so the first time my child ever spent the night away from home was with my best friend of course and um they're on the weekends they sleep late Mm -hmm. late Mm -hmm. and their you know their child also sleeps late so she tried to wake up you know her friend their child and she would not wake up and then she tried to wake up you know my best friend she wouldn't wake up she goes over and pokes her husband right in the face and says, Mr. Eddie, Mr. Eddie. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. He's, she said, the sun is up. We need oh. to be up. <laughs> oh, he, golly. He said, he said, go back to bed, Maddie. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm so sorry. I should have warned y'all about that. No, thank you. <laughs> Oh, thankfully now she's reached you know, the good age where she'll sleep in. Yeah, that was that was great. Ugh. Yeah, um, our kids are finally starting to like sleep in a bit, um, especially with like school and whatnot. Uh, the oldest wants to um, wants to enjoy his time that he gets to, to sleep in when he doesn't have to wake yeah. up early in the mornings. Or at least you know, she'll say, okay, well, I'm up. I'll go fix my own breakfast. Right. Uh, we're not quite there yet. No. We will be eventually, but we're not yes. there yet. Alpha mummy. <laughs> <laughs> So I was looking on um, on Hulu where the show is, and I just realized that I did not start Ghost of Sargosso. Sargosso. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Ew. I was just about to go on to it, and then um, it was it was recording time, so I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. But yeah, I am almost one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. I have eight more episodes and then I am done with season one. Oh, wow. Yeah. You will love the next one. I know. I'm excited. So I'm excited to finish season one and then move on to the Christmas special that they have on here. Yes, the Christmas special is so much fun. So much fun. Um, so I yeah I can't wait for you to for you to get there for sure, um, yeah. So Ghost of Sargasso is where you're where you're going next. That's when you meet the the captain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he sticks around for a bit. He, like he comes in and out. Yeah. Uh, throughout the rest of the series, uh, he's a lot of fun. He I is a lot. Uh, so. Uh, Thoughts and opinions thus far. Still feeling the the episode. Still enjoying. Yeah. This? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So 
I kind of like um how they brought um the the magic dude in and he pretty much is like Doctor Strange like costume and all hair everything oh yeah um so I'm kind of excited to see where this character is going to end up uh with the daughter and uh and just continue continue in the ventureverse yeah um Triana is precious <laughs> it's kind of fun to have someone like a no not really like normal but a more i don't know up-to-date child in the compound with hank and dean yeah somebody mm-hmm. a kid that's been exposed to more than just the venture compound yeah all the boys know is the venture compound right like aside from you know the shenanigans and shit that they've gotten into you know with going on trips and stuff with venture but even still they're in that fucking like venture bubble of of bullshit Uh, well because she because she even asked like why haven't i seen you around school and stuff and he even says like i stay home like we get taught at home right um yeah, the, it's it's kind of like it's a good reminder that it's you know real world. It's not you know an imaginary world. No, no, no. Yeah, right. it's like, oh, there really is school. There really is real <laughs> life happening outside of this. Right, then you really get to understand and see how, like what the boys are 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 missing out on. Yeah, oh. I just says, oh, I see you have a Jolly Roger on your shirt what <laughs> mm. <laughs> poor dean and this is this is kind of where you start feeling really 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 sorry for dean yeah yeah you kind of do dean poor dean <laughs> poor dean indeed Poor Dean, indeed. So what did you think about um, Brock's adventures in the joy can? Uh, <laughs> with the dreams? The like, ninjas. Yes. <laughs> that, that, yeah, and then um, uh, Molotov um, appeared and was like, I'm ready to go all the way. And he got so excited. <laughs> he and got so excited. Fucked it up. <laughs> yup, they messed it up. And then, but even um, so, what is the guy's name that's um, that's like Doctor Strange? What's his name? Orpheus. Or Orpheus? Okay, mm-hmm. so Orpheus. So even Orpheus asked, like, why would you put the lock on the inside? Yes. <laughs> and, and he's like, because it's a it's a pleasure machine or a happy machine. You don't want, you know, somebody coming in and say, hey, Rusty, you know, pardon me. Let me just uh, grab my shaving cream or something he said like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be very awkward. Oh, my so gosh. I was like, okay, yeah, I can see why the lock is on the inside. But you guys are having a tr- hard time trying to, you know, get in there. So, yeah. I, it cracked me up too, like because it's the only I will say it's the only time you'll ever see like a live action human 
pop-up on the show is whenever he's talking to his football friend and you see someone doing sign language. Yeah, so what is that? Because I, my, my, I thought my episode was broken. No, 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 no. That will show up again. Okay, why? That, that will be explained in a later episode. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was it, just like... I, I will like say I could... it's, it's the only time you'll see a live-action human <laughs> pop up yeah, on the I... screen. Because I was like, I can understand what the guy is saying. Yeah. I don't understand the sign language. I love it. I mean, it was just so random. It was like, just out there in left field. You're like, what? Yeah, I thought like an advertisement was popping up on, on, <laughs> on, my, on my screen. I was like, how do I get that off of there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 uh -oh. gracious. Oh. oh yeah sorry um shenanigans and me squealing in the background my cat caught a mouse in the house i figured so i figured if we were doing that i said i said that cat brought a mouse in the house yeah. <laughs> what a like it caught a mouse that had gotten inside the house. Like we're finding some some holes and seams and cracks and stuff where things can get in and out. Yeah. So we have two cats. It's their fucking job to keep the shit out. That's how I feel about it. If you're gonna live here, then you have to keep the mice out. Um, yeah. And they usually do a pretty good job. I just the door wasn't open for the cat to get outside with the mouse. So drop it. Um and now the mouse is around again i can see you like i can see the cat darting back back and forth and you darting back and forth I said there's a mouse in there <laughs> oh i didn't even notice her darting back and forth <laughs> uh, yeah we're i mean i don't want to say lucky because it is currently cat orgy season here but we have a feral cat population oh gross and so, I mean, it helps because, like, no one in this area has mice problems. Right. But, you know, we do have, like, you know, screaming cats right now. You hear, like, <laughs> we have birds that are very mad that we have cats right now. Like, they yell. Oh. That the cats are outside. Like, cat. 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 Oh, God. Because I guess they're getting like their uh, nests and stuff set up. Oh no. We love animals. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I was say, right. It was funny. We pulled up the other day and one cat came out from underneath um, something in the driveway. And then like four other cats came out. And my child said, Were all of those animals having whoopee underneath there? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. probably, yeah. <laughs> I was like, please don't ask any more questions about that. <laughs> so we, we don't need to explain anything else. <laughs> right. I said, that cat that came out is a dirty, dirty cat. You don't ever need to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm -mm -mm. 
Oh. Yeah, you can always tell in the middle of the night, you'll hear. Yeah. <laughs> God, <it's awful. laughs> I'll, be, I'll be so glad to move so we will not have to hear cat sex noise. Oh my God. <laughs> um, all right. So, anyways, back on track. Yes. Um, your next episode, Ghost of Sargasso. After that is Ice Station Impossible. Mm-hmm. And then Midlife Crucialis. Um, <laughs> that one's so silly. Yeah, I should be able to finish season one by the time we. Uh, by the time we record. By now. By the time, yeah, by the time we re-record. Cool. That'll be fun. I'm really glad that you're getting into it. I'm really glad that you enjoy it so far. I do. I really, I really like it. I like, I'm starting, I, I like how I'm starting to see some of the references that they're doing from my childhood. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. Okay, guys, this has been um, Elon Benzo's recapping us with the episodes that he's watched since last time um and um yeah we're gonna try to i guess finish out season one by the next time we record that'll be fun and then jump into season two season three is my favorite season so i'm really excited for you to get there yes lots of really good episodes in season three and season four Season three is my favorite season, but season four contains my favorite episode. Uh, yeah, that is, yeah. So. Season three has my favorite. Right. Oh, I can't wait till we get like all the way to the end. And then I know. you'll be like, well, this one's my favorite episode. And we'll be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So until next time, when we catch up on some more Retro Brothers. Thanks for hanging out. Hey there, ladies. Have you ever been in the field and felt the need to yield to a panty shield? Not me. I'm Amber Gold, OSI super agent and full-time woman. New from Voop comes menstruation munitions, the only tampon with both civilian and military applicators. Guaranteed to hold a full quart of Aunt Flo's Bloody Mary mix. Hey, babe, could you reach in my pack and grab me one of those boot menstruation munitions? Uh, seriously, babe? On the rag in the field? Uh, fine. Here, is this one of them? I, I, I don't know where anything is in your purse, lady. Just take, take this. No, babe. I need one of the 12, babe. It's a heavy blow off. Oh, come on. This is why I never do missions with women in the woods. Bears. Voop comes in a variety of calibers made for any size chamber. And because they're made by Voop, they're ribbed for her pleasure. And bear proof. Find all new Voop menstruation munitions at your local gun store, trade show, pawn shop, flea market, Underland, Hanko, or Texas. Thanks to Voop, I've got menstruation munitions ready to lock and load. Now I'm ready to send my enemies to hell on a river of blood. Theirs, not mine. Mm. Gross. 
Welcome back. It's the end of the episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed our uh, Venture Versions segment. Um, we're going to continue doing that every episode. We're going to catch up with Elon and see where he's at on his venture quest. We're going to be doing that again next episode. He will have some more episodes under his belt. Um, oh, I cannot so, wait. And no, I want him to get into season three so bad. I just want him to watch all of them. Uh, yes, yes. Just be like, stay at home for a solid month. Get caught up on all this. I need you to forget the rest of your life and just watch Avenger Brothers until it's over. And then you can talk to us about it for a while and then you can have a life again. Yeah. Um, but you won't because then you'll just be talking to us about Avenger Brothers because there's so much shit to talk about and you're going to want right. to watch it again. I digress. It's time for Where's Bed Behead for this week. This week, since we were talking about food, we decided to, I don't know, we're, we're picking kind of weird ones. Um, we went with Dermot's mom slash grandma, grandma slash mom, grand mom, 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 grand mom. Anyways, um, the lady who is his grandmother, but raised him as his mom because she works at a diner. Then wide whale, because he owns uh, the pizza place that we were just talking about. What's the name of it again, Dolly? Vincenzo's. 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 Yes. And then finally, Phantom Limb because of his love for cheese. Yes. Right. So, Dolly, who are you wedding, betting, or beheading? Okie dokie. I think I would have to bed Phantom Limb. Okay. Even though he is insufferable, pretentious, after seeing Al pick up a piece of him, yeah, we've, I think we've break, something girthy was in his hands. Right. So yeah, I think I'm gonna take him on to bed. See what see gotcha. what he's got. And I mean, it'd be a surprise, you know. Parts of him are invisible. So be like, well, whoa, what, what do we have there? Hey. Well, wait. Al, does he get it back? After I Al think is- I think so. I bet you that the guild took it back. Okay. Or, I mean, as long as he gets it back. Yeah. Or I mean, strap one. And I mean, and it was proven that Phantom Limb was larger than Hunter. That's right. Because they had to measure. So that's yes, fair. But he either got it back or he maybe he regenerated a new one. Mm, mayhaps. Perhaps. Is it an electric one then, like his arms? Oh, it could be tingly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Even more reason. Wow. All right. Then I think I would have to, sorry, Dermot's grandma, mom, weird situation. Yeah. I would have to behead her because she's mean. I mean, really mean, man. Hey, she's very manipulative. I mean, she was kind of blackmail. Yeah. That whole situation was just. Yeah. I mean, like, not letting Dermot know the truth, you know, after a certain period of time. I mean, that's just, well, just trying weird. to raise, trying to raise him as her own son from the get-go. And I mean, it's not like her daughter was like 12 or 13 or whatever, not excusing Doc's actions. Doc's actions were unexcusable. Her age yeah. there, you know, like she was underage no matter what. However, that being said, I don't find any, like, 
can't find any reason for you know Nicole's mom, Nikki's mom, to uh, to raise the kid as her own. Like, right? I mean, she could have helped her. Exactly. That was. I mean, they, were, they were all reaction. living there together anyway, so she could have helped her right. and still been no, a grandmother. Right. I mean, it just seemed like a weird control situation. So very much so. Well, maybe that was just to keep Dermot from asking questions about who his dad was. If. You know, maybe if she just nipped it in the bud from the beginning. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, I, I would definitely behead her. Yeah, she is. She's gone. She's off the table. Yeah. That gotcha. leaves me wedding wide well. Even okay. though I would have a bratty little stepdaughter, Serena would just be a total Oh, man. But he is rather wealthy and right up there at the top. And you know me, I'm always going to go for that pension. Truth. Yeah, I say the guild, the guild has good benefits. So, yeah, definitely going to wed that. Even if yeah. it means some awkward positioning for sex. Yeah, how do you even... I mean... Is Serena his? Yeah. Did I he have so. Serena before that? Wait. Did he have an accident or was it just Dugan that had an accident? Did they both have an accident? They both did because he put himself into the um, the machine that his brother was working on, but okay. he used the rotten, nasty shark. Gotcha. He said, you got to trust the science. Right, right. So I'm guessing at some point, no, Dugong no, fixed the machine and got it right and turned himself sure. into a Dugong, which still don't understand why you would do that. But, um, but yeah, but then um, I don't know if Serena was born before or after, but she, she has, she the, has gills. the gills, right. Yeah. But of course, now the mom is out of the picture. So, yeah, hey, right. he, he is open. He is you no know, free game. True. Fair yeah. enough. I have, I have other questions. I got to go back and watch some of those episodes again because now I have other questions like, how Serena was conceived if he looked like that when I mean maybe I mean, not to say that it couldn't happen but like, I just wonder what the whole like anatomy situation is have you ever seen there, like a whale bone you know, the penis bone that comes out of a whale it's rather well, long there's things I mean I, <laughs> I don't have much experience with like sex with marine animals so <laughs> Um, I had that one adventure trip to Alaska. I'm not surprised. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did with that polar bear. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moo. Uh, <laughs> the people on that whale watching tour are really embarrassed too. I mean, I'd be embarrassed too. <laughs> it got awkward real quick it I, it did i mean it's no you know cake stand in a wedding dress but yeah i guess it'll do <laughs> your choices are i mean your choices are pretty similar to mine like dermot's mom and grandma has got to go just like off the top just gotta you got to go um she's just hateful and manipulative like yeah. you said she's hateful manipulative she's mean like um she's not very attractive at all and i think like that nikki could just be happier without her 
mm-hmm. being around and being just overbearing and overprotective and in all the wrong ways right. too. like should she have confronted venture about the whole thing absolutely should yeah. she have had him by the balls and you know made him pay every fucking penny of fucking you know child support that he was you know that he could absolutely mm-hmm. um because what he did was wrong like you know but just i don't agree with her reaction to to the situation at all so mm-hmm. yeah she gotta go as far as wed and behead i would uh wed phantom limb we both love cheese we both love cheese and i mean he got that dick though um and we talked about the possibility of you know maybe it's electric powered like his hand otherwise like even if the you know his schlong is not like his fingers are yeah so got that that going is, for me. oh yeah that's definitely true he also has that. like other inventions like you know he had the regenerator thing that he used on broad yeah. so could have some other no interesting gadgets who knows what he's got and then we could have a nice you know tray of cheese afterwards and who doesn't love night cheese um i guess people that are lactose intolerant don't love night cheese but i'm not one of those losers i love cheese Uh, (laughs) (laughs) bitches in their weak ass stomachs can't handle the deliciousness of cheese or y'all could possibly have fun with cheese. Now, see, like, I enjoy the cheese. I don't want to, can't waste the cheese, man. Like, I'm well, bring cheese in the bedroom. Oh, no, about, like, enjoy it. Yeah. You're talking about like oh. the squeezy cheese, like the whipped cream instead, <laughs> instead of whipped cream and putting like the easy cheese on my nipples. Like, yes. Oh my God, that'd be great. Uh, I haven't had that kind of cheese in a long time. See, I like that cheese. It's fake. Easy cheese. cheese. Dude, I used to love getting like easy cheese and then a box of the fucking chicken and biscuit crackers. Oh, yeah. Over them and just nom away. And I was happy. Super fucking happy. I don't think that uh, Phantom Limb would go quite that far with me. Mm -mm. I, well, I think he would be offended by easy cheese. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. He'd be kind of snobby about it. Probably, but now I want some easy cheese. That shit tastes like, um, I don't know, delicious plastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't eat Tide Pods. Just eat que- like squeezy cheese. Oh, uh, probably just as bad for you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably, but it tastes so good. Does. It really does. <laughs> I guess that leaves me with trying to bed wide whale. Um, and like we said just a minute ago, I am no expert on um, intercourse with marine life. Uh, so I guess I need to up my game and learn some new things. Widen yeah. my horizon, expand my horizons, going on an adventure, gonna fuck somebody named Wide Whale. Like, Maybe, uh, oh. maybe his stuff still looks normal. Who knows? The best thing, like right during climax, you could yell out, call me Ishmael. Is he a sperm whale? <laughs> no, I don't know what kind of whale. They never really specify that. But I, mean, I had to throw out a Moby Dick reference. <laughs> Moby Dick. Moby. You said Dick. 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 Yeah, we're 12. <laughs> 
Blade. Oh, my um, gosh. Oh, there's yeah. all kind of harpoon references. Oh, could have sex with puns. Oh, that's right. Baby harpoon me. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like when Beast is about to climax, it's like, oh, tell me your best pun, baby. Um, <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. <laughs> It'd be yeah. even better if you could have like a little noise that did the punch. I have that all over this episode. Oh yeah, definitely. That'd be great. It would be. It would be. I think that's. Uh, I think that's gonna be about it for tonight, guys. We had some weird choices for for wed bed behead yeah. i like that it keeps getting weirder because we're just finding more random ass characters to bring into this shit oh yeah now, so it would have been too easy if we had rocco yeah he's got that cum gut better going on <laughs> oh <laughs> ah brown widow because he worked at the restaurant too uh <gasps> see again too easy i mean even though he's got the weird thing on his ass right too yeah. easy the Nathan Fillion voice too, man. That's that's hot. True. Very true. Yeah. Very true. You just close your eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, on that note, I think we're gonna call it for the evening. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, we look forward to next time when uh, we talk about some more ridiculous shit. So uh, <laughs> All right, as always, you guys, I have been your host, Audrey Harburn, and with me has been my bestest buddy, Dolly Parton. Say bye, Dolly. Bye, Dolly. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's end it on a go team venture, and it'll be awful like it always is. <laughs> on the count of three, one, two, three, go, go team venture. <laughs> The Venture Sisters podcast is hosted, written, produced, and directed by Audrey Hartburn and Dolly Parton. Executive produced by Baron Beast Lamode and Bod Villain. Edited by Conjectural Technologies. Music and graphics provided by Vaud Villain. Sound engineering by Brickfrog. The Venture Sisters podcast is a part of the Helper Network. Find us at anchor.fm forward slash hench for life. That's hench the number four life subscribe to us on spotify or wherever you find your favorite podcasts you can follow us on twitter at vin sis podcast go team venture